Hi, this is Fan Fictional, a podcast about fan fiction. Hi, I'm Anitra, and you can find me on Tumblr and AO3 at allwaswell16. You can also find me on Twitter at all underscore was underscore well underscore 16. And you can find links to all of the fics that I talk about today and a link for FicRex on my pinned post on Tumblr. My Tumblr is also linked on my Twitter account as well as my coffee account. And if you'd like to support this podcast, you can buy me a coffee at ko-fi.com slash allwaswell16. If you are a regular listener of this podcast, you know I also have a weekly podcast that posts every Tuesday. So if you are into documentaries, you might enjoy that podcast because I recap documentaries there and talk about them in detail and rant about whatever it's about. (laughs) You can find it everywhere you listen to podcasts and it is called Let's Talk About It. And if you want to check out more about the episodes, you can find information on it on both Tumblr and Instagram under the name Let's Talk About It. And now on to this episode, 59, of this podcast, where I'll be talking about all the One Direction fix I read this month, February of 2024, and what fix I've been posting on AO3 this month. We continued to get fix from the Zane's Album Fic Fest and the 1D Rom-Com Fic Fest. And this month, we also got fix from the Dirty 30 Fic Fest, the 1D Soulmate Fic Fest, Fem slash Festuary just came out yesterday, the day before maybe, and the Bluey Valentine's Exchange. Next month, keep an eye out for fix from the 1D Song Fic Fest, uh, the Second Time's a Charm Fic Fest, and the Not Just Smut Fic Fest. Okay, on to the fic recs for this month, and then after that I'll get to all the new fics that were posted in February and submitted to the 1D Monthly Fic Roundup, and I'll give you some summaries for those so you can see if any of them interest you. So the first Larry fic I have for you is called With Venom on Your Tongue by Wildest Dreams on AO3 and The Lavender Haze on Tumblr. It is rated explicit 91,000 words and it's an enemies to lovers story. The summary is, while Louis had to try so hard to stay focused and be the best, Harry somehow did the same things with ease and confidence. He hated how Harry glided through life carrying happiness on his shoulders like it was nothing when it was arduous for Louis. His carefree demeanor made Louis feel crazy, but that feeling just motivated him to always keep his eyes on the prize. Number one in the class rankings every year and the valedictorian spot the next year when they graduated. He was so close he could taste it. And if the only thing in his way was Harry Styles, then Louis was willing to up the stakes to figure out what made him weak just to beat him. Whatever, Louis eventually said to Liam, he's a fucking cliche. Or a boarding school AU where Harry and Louie are academic rivals until they realize they're more similar than they thought. Okay, so this one's been at the top of my to-read list, and I sometimes need a little push to read long fix like this. So I did have a long-ish plane ride to Florida, and that ended up being the push I needed to read it. I'm so glad I had a chance to read this one. I do love enemies to lovers, and this rivalry between them was actually pretty intense. Louis's character is just pretty intense anyway, so it kind of makes sense how the rivalry gets out of hand. Uh, Plus, I had read a long boarding school fic last month. I kind of had the itch for more boarding school, so again, perfect. One of the things I did love about this, though, were how complex the characters were. And while Louis's character is really intense and a perfectionist, like kind of turning up the volume on what real life Louis's like, 
This Louis is competitive with his grades and his swimming, and it starts to really rule his life. But, of course, there are things going on beneath the surface of this perfect facade. And then Harry, who comes off as this kind of entitled jock at first, really has so much hurt going on in his heart. And when they're able to find common ground, they really start to see each other, I think, in a way that no one else really does. And the relationships are really complex as well. So there's not like a happily ever after with no problems ever story, but it feels like through the relationship that develops between Harry and Louis, they're both able to grow a bit and start putting their own needs above what they think they're supposed to do or what their parents want from them. So if you like complexity in your characters and situations and relationships, I think you'll really enjoy this one. The next one's called Another Dream But Always You by you underscore explode on AO3 and nobody moves on Tumblr. It is rated mature, 60,000 words, and it was written for last year's Big Bang. And this is one that kind of has to do with having a, I don't know if it's like a superpower, but having some kind of magical power here. Harry is a dreamwalker. He has the ability to visit people in their dreams and help put them on the right path. He's assigned to Louis, who's struggling after the breakup of his band. It's an unusual assignment from the beginning. Harry has a crush on Louis, and Louis' subconscious immediately decides Harry is the love of his life. When dreamers cast Harry as their love interest, he can usually redirect them. But Louis is insistent on being Harry's boyfriend, and despite knowing they have no future, Harry wants to keep up the charade. Okay, listen. Not enough people have read this one. It's a gem. I screamed, I cried, I laughed. It was it was everything. You should have seen the memes I was sending my friends as I read this one. I sent the um the Phoebe on friends where she's like I'm going to go scream into my pillow. Um the screaming seagull I sent. I I can't remember the others but you get it. The concept itself so cool like fantasy but embedded in the real world. What's that called? Um Magical realism. I think I'm saying that right. Anyway, I was just immediately wrapped up in this fic. And okay, let me tell you a tiny bit about the premise, which Louis in this band, and it's basically One Direction, but minus Harry, and they're called Daybreakers. And then they break up and he's in this really bad place and he doesn't know what to do next with his life. Now, Harry, obviously never been in the band, he's a dreamwalker. So he's been sent to help Louis through his dreams. So, okay, I'm going to have to read multiple parts of this, I think, to you guys, because I, I just have to. So, okay, after the first dream, Harry kind of studies up more on Louis. And so he's like <laughs> looking at pictures of Louis online. Listen, okay, this is what he comes up with. Louis Tomlinson, English singer-songwriter, is devastatingly beautiful. Harry can't help clicking on images and then staring at the buffet before him. His vague memory, the dream reader candid, Louis's blurry dream visage, none of it prepared him for precisely how fucking gorgeous Louis is. The top images span randomly over the last five years, a smorgasbord of different versions of this boy. His blue eyes striking and smoldering and twinkling, his hair feathered fringe and distinguished quiff and messy spikes, his smile, his fashion, suspenders and tight polos, skinny jeans and tank tops and band shirts. He's carefree and open in the older ones, effortlessly cool and almost untouchable in the newer ones. He'd turn Harry's head at any age. There's something about his eyes, 
how they're full of mirth and mischief in some pictures, piercing and sexy in others. There's one in particular where he's looking at someone else and his eyes look soft. Harry thinks he'd quite like to see how the full spectrum of human emotion looks on Louis. I'm sorry. That was so much. Like, Harry is completely bowled over by Louis. And yes, it isn't interfering with his work here. Thank you very much. Um, Ed Sheeran is a character in this fic, and it's perfect. He's the perfect catalyst character, and his character is not like, oh, just to fill out the roster of friends in the fic or whatever. No, his character makes complete sense as Ed Sheeran. Like, it had to be Ed Sheeran, and it's just how everything comes together. It just works. And then when the point of view shifts, that's when I wanted to scream into a pillow. <laughs> now, I should mention, like, the only reason Harry is in Louis' dreams is because Louis having such a hard time. Like, he's pretty depressed, and he's pushing people away. And there is this lovely Nui friendship here, though. And Niall kind of just won't be pushed away, and it's wonderful. So um, I did have a little snippet of that because... <laughs> He won't be pushed away in the most Niall way. On day six, Niall's apparent wait, on day six, Niall apparently had enough because when Louis wakes up, he's met with blue eyes a few inches from his face. Louis startles awake and screams, scrambling away and almost falling off the bed. Niall grabs him and pulls him back, laughing his head off. Fucking twat, Louis says, propping himself up on his pillows. Niall sits up, still cackling. Give me a heart attack? What the fuck? So definitely in Niall's, Niall's own way. It's hilarious. And there is a happy ending here that's very well earned. And Harry really has provided the help he's sent to do, just not in the way that he intended or thought he would. And there's an epic epilogue. So if you like want the what happens after, it's all there. This is absolutely a new favorite fic of mine. I feel like I'm going to be yelling about this one for a long time. The next one's called Through Walls of Trees, and it's by I Never Ate a Kiwi. It is rated teen and up, 41,000 words. It's a fantasy fic, and it's another one written for last year's Big Bang. The summary says Elliston is a country divided into five kingdoms and had long been considered peaceful. After a coup in the heart of the country, Lady Sulia ascended to the throne and imprisoned the four courts, stripping them of their powers with the exception of King Louis Tomlinson, who submitted to her favors. But something is changing on the horizon. Magic no longer obeys her, and scarcity threatens her reign. Desperate to stay on top, she brings Harry and Liam back into play, entrusting them to her most loyal warriors. The beginning of a series of mistakes that may give them the opportunity they needed to defeat her. Okay, this is like some deep fantasy stuff, which I quite enjoy. And you just immediately get thrown into the deep end with this one. And I was just, I was ready. I was like, okay, let's go. So Harry's being held prisoner until, well, both Harry and Liam are being held prisoner. They're the kings of their kingdom. Yeah, five kingdoms. And they're also old friends. But at this point, Lady Sulia's you know, taken over for quite a while, but she gets them out of their cells, dresses them up in finery. They don't know what's going on, but the first thing Harry says to Liam is, you look pretty, and I just let out a honk laugh. It was just so funny. 
And the Liam character is just, he's always at an 11. Like, he's just always looking for a fight. It's incredible. And then, whew, there is a, this is like the beginning, okay? There's the most hurtful wedding of all time. Like, it'll really punch you right in the gut. And you just know something else is happening beneath the surface, but you don't know what. So you have to keep reading. <laughs> and listen, when Louis gets punched in the face, it's probably the only time that I was like, yeah, okay, that was deserved. And it's kind of like, is he one of the, he, he seems like one of the villains, but is he? It's so good. Anyway, I, okay, I probably stopped making sense a while ago, but I love this fic. If you like fantasy, you will love this like I did. It was a great journey. The next one's called Get Out of My Head and I'll Get Out of Yours by Imogen Lee on AO3 and Imogen Lee Writer on Tumblr. It's explicit, 29,000 words, and it's an X's fic that was written for Bottom Harry Fic Fest. Or as Imogen put it in her, <laughs> in the summary, it says, the one for the Bottom Harry Fic Fest where Harry bottoming is more of a side plot because angst got in the way, but it doesn't really matter because the fest stopped existing when I was half through, which makes me laugh every time I see that part of the summary. Okay, here's the rest of the summary, though. It's a quote from the fic. You really that desperate, are you? Despite it being a shitty thing to say, Harry didn't mind too much, as the bitterness in Louis's tone sounded like music to Harry's ears. Harry was winning tonight. Can't find anyone new to be interested in you, so you try to hit on Zane? I can't find someone interested in me? Harry asked, raising an eyebrow. You're having a laugh, mate. Yeah, well, where are they then? Because from what I've heard, you're here alone as if I'd bring anyone somewhere I knew you'd be. I wouldn't wish your presence on my worst enemy. Aw, Louis cooed in a way that made Harry want to slap him. You're saying I'm not your worst enemy? For someone to be an enemy, you have to give a shit about them, so no, you're not even on the list. Okay, well, it's been lovely as always, gents, Zane said, before knocking back the rest of his drink. Oh, God. Okay, so I oh, I love this so much. These messy-ass bitches break up and then have to navigate their friendship group. And let's just say it's not going very well. And that's putting it very lightly. The bitterness from Harry is so intense. And you get pieces of what happened between them as you read until you finally get the full picture kind of at the same time Louis gets the full picture, actually. So there's a lot of angst, so much tension, both sexual tension and otherwise, and really a lot of regrets on both sides. These are some very imperfect characters going through a mess. So if that's your thing, like it is mine, you'll be very glad you picked this one up. The next one is called This Love is Alive by Stylinson Writing Palace. It is rated explicit, 10,000 words. It's a writer Louis Fick, and it was written for the 1D Rom-Com Fest. The summary is, when Louis's favorite fictional character, Harry Styles, comes to life, it's up to him to decide if he should stay. For 1D Rom-Com Fick Fest prompt, Harry's the character from one of the most famous young adult queer books, but after the lonely author Louis wished for someone like him, one drunk night to a random bartender, he's now in Louis's kitchen for a week to help Louis feel better. How Harry comes back to life from the book after that week, or if he doesn't leave, and why and the how are the author's choice. So that was the prompt. 
This was so cool, and it had some very meta moments to it, too, with, like, a writer whose characters come to life. And so, like it said, Harry's a character in one of Louis' books, and while Harry is, like, his ideal man come to life, it's obviously still jarring. <laughs> and Louis does wrestle with the implications of both wanting Harry desperately to stay with him and but also letting Harry go because he hadn't really had a choice on whether or not to even exist or be there. And it's interesting because we do get a look at it from Harry's point of view where he just doesn't understand Louis' dilemma at all. But there is a happy ending, so don't worry. But it was such a cool read and I think definitely worth checking out. The next pick is called Pretty and Preposterous by Brightly Harry. It is not rated, 5,000 words, and it's a neighbor's fic. The summary is Harry donates a copy of Pride and Prejudice to his little free library. He never expects what comes next. Okay, first of all, I was like, Pride and Prejudice? I'm in. So this one was so, so cute. Harry and Louis end up kind of inadvertently writing back and forth to each other via Harry's donated copy of Pride and Prejudice and kind of almost bickering in the margins of this book. It's such a fun read, and by the end, you'll be swooning right alongside Harry. The next one's called In Jest by Lady Londonderry on AO3 and London Fog in a Cup on Tumblr. Rated teen and up, 4,000 words. It is a soulmate's fic, and it was written for the Wendy Soulmate Fest. Louis, who smiles at Harry as he reclines in his chair. Louis, whose soul mark is visible thanks to his low-cut top. Louis, Harry's soulmate, who seems to either be blissfully ignorant of that fact or maliciously ignoring it. Harry would really like to know which. Ah, another gem by this writer, this time with a really cool soulmate aspect to it. Ah, poor ridiculous Harry, he just keeps not saying anything even though he knows Louis is his soulmate. But of course, although it does really take them a while to figure out what's going on, I maybe forgive Louis for yelling for that one. It is a delight to read. So funny. If you like this writer, you'll love this one. The next one's called All This Time I Was Waiting for You by O. Harold. It is rated explicit 4,000 words, and it was also written for the Wendy Soulmates Fest. Harry and Louis have always been destined for each other. Sometime apart has Harry reminiscent of their first meeting. So this is a cross mythical species soulmate story with Faye Harry and vampire Louie. It's really lovely and interesting how they find each other. And then there's such longing there uh, from Harry's point of view when they've been apart for a period of time, even if in their world, it's not that long of a time. He still, you know, he misses him. So this is such a sweet fic. The next one's called Jealousy Looks Good on You, Baby by Cigarettes Before Sex on AO3. It is rated mature, 4,000 words, and it's a porn without plot. A flirtatious stranger wanted to entice Louis by buying him a drink from the bar. The handsome 29-year-old tavern manager with curly hair who Louis often flirts with is currently working on shift. Poor Curly because he's the one that has to deliver the drink to him. Okay, so I read this one because someone was looking for fix like this. Either they either sent an ask to my main blog or maybe my FicRec blog looking for fix like this. And so I ended up just reading it since it looked intriguing and it was short. 
and it was so much fun. It's kind of a porn without plot, but it's got a little twist to it and a very jealous Harry, which honestly is always pretty fun for me to read too. Okay, the next two are part of a series called The Falling Series by We Are the Same on AO3 and So Why Let Your Voice Be Tamed on Tumblr. It is rated teen and up, 4,000 words, and it's an exes to lover story. It's a series of ficlets in the same universe that were written for the 100 Ways to Say I Love You collection. So I did read both the ficlets that are there now. And this first one is called There's No One to Blame. And the summary is, is this yours or mine? Harry holds up a CD and Louis swallows back something bitter, something he can feel jittering all the way down to his fingertips. Ours, he says quietly. Don't you remember, he wants to ask? Jums gave it to us for that road trip. He's quiet for a moment. I guess it's yours then, considering she's your sister. Harry looks like he wants to say something, but thinks better of it, and just nods, putting the CD in a box that's filled with all kinds of knickknacks from their bedroom. Or no, Louis suppose it is, it is his bedroom now, or it will be after today. The second ficlet is called I'm Falling Again, and the summary is I can take the couch. Don't be ridiculous. You've got a busy day tomorrow, and you know what the couch does to your back. But Louis pushes down a sigh, resists the urge to pinch the bridge of his nose. Harry, he says quietly, you take the bed. Please, I asked you to stay over, remember? Harry looks as though he's going to argue, but after a few seconds, he deflates and lets out the sigh that Louis has been holding back. Okay, he says quietly, fidgeting with his hands with the napkin that Louis had put on the table for the pizza, but that Harry had started shredding almost immediately, a nervous habit that Louis was used to and endeared by, even if it made him sad to see Harry nervous around him. But Louis arches an eyebrow. Harry meets his eyes for a moment, then shrinks a bit, which Louis hates even if he's not fond of arguing with Harry. What? he asks working hard on softening his tone. Your back's not better than mine, Harry starts, careful in a way that Louis wishes he didn't have to be. And this is your house, now. I'd feel bad kicking you out of your bed. Okay. Listen, I read the first one right before bed, and then I was like, I'm a dumbass, and now I'm sad and upset, and I gotta read the next one to feel better. But I do love to hurt myself with fix. So when I say something like that, I also mean I was thoroughly enjoying myself. So if you want to hurt your own feelings, read the first one where Harry's dividing up their belongings and packing. And then read the second one where it's gotten late and he needs to just stay over one last time. And there will possibly be more ficlets in this universe. So hopefully we're getting more of them in the future. It does end on a very hopeful note. So it's not like a sad ending or not even really an open ending. The next one is called Spring in Your Eyes by Newies. It is not rated 3,000 words. It's a fake relationship fic, and it was written for the Bluey Valentine Exchange. The summary is Just Go With It Inspired AU, where plastic surgeon Harry pretends to be married to his assistant Louie to avoid unwanted attention. Okay, as usual with a movie adaptation fic, I have not seen this movie, so I can't speak to that. Although I believe it's just inspired by the movie anyway. But this was such a fun fake relationship fic, just the right amount of unease for each of them not knowing how the other felt. And there's a fun little twist as to how Harry ended up 
asking Louis to pretend to be his spouse in the first place. And it's a sweet little oblivious walnut story. And I love those. So the next one is called Dirty Diana by Yeah underscore all right on AO3 and uh oh, but yeah, all right on Tumblr. Rated explicit 3,000 words, and it was written for the Dirty 30 Fest. In the month leading up to his 30th birthday, Harry writes to his confidant Diana every day, sharing his fantasies about Louis. It'll be a dirty 30th indeed if they all become reality. Okay, this one's so much fun. It's epistolary, so the entire fic is just letters. Okay, letters and quotation marks, because there's a teensy little cute plot twist here. If you, can, if you can say cute when the letters are all of Harry's intense fantasies about Louis. Um, a lot of kink written in a unique and creative way. A lot of fun and, yes, very dirty, which is the point, of course. The next one's called From the Dining Table by Little Rover Louis. Rated explicit 3,000 words as an established relationship and was also written for the Dirty 30 Fest. Harry's 30th birthday hasn't gone as expected. Things start looking up from the dining table. Okay. First of all, I have, I just, oh, this has nothing to do with anything really, but Louis is an occupational therapist in this. And I know it doesn't have like a ton to do with the plot, which, okay, the plot, by the way, Harry's kind of having a crap 30th birthday. That's, that's the plot. But I once wrote occupational therapist Louis, and I gasped when I saw he was one in this fic, and I was so happy. But anyways, the other thing is that I am still angry at Harry's coworkers. Like, how very dare. They suck. Like, I felt Harry's pain about, like, you, when you're trying hard to make things special for everyone else, and then when it's your turn, it's just not reciprocated. Like, I'm still angry for him, but. However, you know how to fix all that? Louie and a jockstrap. That's all you need to know about this story. That's what you need to know that make that will make you go read it. And I'll just stop there. You should go read it because of that. The next one's called You Could Give That Aspirin the Headache of Its Life by Let the Music Move You on AO3 and Let the Music Move You 28 on Tumblr. Read a mature 3,000 words and it's an X's fic. Louis had once heard that the chances of being struck by lightning are 1 in 700,000. He wonders now how those odds compare to randomly being seated next to your ex-boyfriend on a 10-hour flight. Honestly, if the universe is going to insist on ruining his life, he really would have preferred the lightning thing. Or the one where Louis is a football player who gets stuck on a flight with his ex-boyfriend, Harry. The universe might be conspiring against him. Or is it? Okay. So I actually meant to read one of the newer fics by this writer, but then when I opened that fic, it said that there were other fics about these particular characters, and I was like, well, I got to go back to the beginning. So that's what this one is. And also, I love X's to Lovers anyway, so no hardship. So I also was recently stranded in the Charlotte airport for many hours a few weeks ago, so fit my mood even more. This one is a story of frustrated exes thrown together by fate or the universe or whatever. And even though they aren't getting along, they kind of want to knock it along together. <laughs> so I'm excited to read the other stories in this universe now. The next one's called What's in a Name by Hello Lovers 13. Rated teen and up, 2,000 words. And it's a soulmate say you written for the 1D Soulmate Fest. 
Louis had always known Harry was his soulmate. The name on his arm disagreed. But what did his soul mark know about true love anyway? Ugh, no, I knew this one was going to get me. Ah, like, it's not hard to figure out what's really happening in this one. Like, that's not the point of the fic. The characters don't know, obviously. But we as the reader can guess early on why Louis' soul mark does not say Harry Styles. And instead, his soul mark says Helen Styles. And yet, I still teared up when it happened. <laughs> like, that's how you know it's good. Anyway, unless you're completely dead inside, this one is going to make you feel all the feelings. The next one is the last Larry fic I have, and it is called Miles Away from Seeing You by Live, Laugh, Love Larry on AO3 and Love is Larry is Love on Tumblr, rated teen and up, 1,000 words as a social media AU. Harry is in his final year studying marine biology and is doing an international exchange at the University of Auckland. His boyfriend, Louis, stays behind in England, but they keep in touch regularly through texts, Snapchats, video calls, and more. This fic is entirely told through images of social media posts and conversations. Image descriptions are available in the second chapter. Okay, this was so, so cool. I love fics like this so much. I think in part because I love dialogue in fic, and this is kind of like pure dialogue in a way. Well, it's just their words, you know, with pictures, nothing else. And it's not that there's not description because it's just a purely visual format so clever and fun and the story with it's so sweet it won't take you long to read it all so please do yourself a favor and check this one out and now i do have three rare pairs the first one is called can you feel where the wind is by falling like this it is rated mature 3000 words and it's a zane and liam pairing and it was written for the zane's album fic fest the summary says it had been a normal day just like any other He'd been doing a PR tour for his father's election campaign, making appearances in marginalized communities to let them know that his father saw them, would work for them if elected. He had always maintained that his father would make a bigger impact by showing up himself, proving that he meant to keep his promises and was not just sending his son to give lip service. Liam's advice had fallen on deaf ears, but then it's not like Liam had listened to his father's advice either. Liam still remembers the argument, still remembers the feelings of stubborn exasperation and eventual grudging acceptance when his father had insisted that Liam needed a security detail while outdoing his father's bidding. He remembers arguing that he had no real power over anything, so no one would care about him, let alone try to hurt him. But that assessment had proven to be untrue today. Okay, wow. Okay, this was so intense. My heart was pounding all the way through it for multiple reasons. One being because of the danger that Liam was in and then by default his bodyguard Zane was also in. But oh my gosh, my heart was pounding extra hard when Liam hears something he was not supposed to hear. Ah, so good. And then there's the cutest part ever where Liam fires Zane for five minutes. I won't tell you why he does that, but you should definitely read this and find out. The next one's called Skin on My Skin by Lane Fair. It is rated explicit, 2,000 words. It's a Zane and Liam pairing as well, and was also written for the Zane's album, Fic Fest. The summary is song lyrics. So, damn, I could get lost in a heartbeat. Damn, I can't get over your body. Can't take my eyes off you, baby. Let me love you, baby. Let me touch you where you like it. Let me do it for you. 
give you all of my attention, dive into that ocean of your love. Oh, let me show you just how much I want you. Okay. So if you couldn't tell from that, this is pure smut, porn without plot, like actually porn without plot. And it is based on the song Prompt Sweat from Nobody's Listening. So if you want smut, look no further. Plenty of it right here, written in great detail. I feel like it has been a while since I read just straight up porn without plot. Okay, not straight, but you get it. So this writer's always got really hot smut in their fix. So she gave us a little ZM tr smut treat while she keeps working on her monster of a ZM fic, which by the way, if you have not read that work in progress, you should. It's called Shadow Dancing. And uh, I've been obsessed with it from the start. I can't wait for that to be finished someday. So, okay. I'll, I'll start, stop rambling about shadow dancing. On to the last fic rec I've got for you all. It's called Stray by Has To Be Good. Rated explicit, 1,000 words. It is a Zane and Harry sort of pairing, but really Harry and Louie. I'll explain. It was written for Harry's Dirty 30 Fest. Louie waits in the booth he's occupied since they arrived. He checks his phone for the time, finishes his second drink, and waits. Harry had put on a good show for him, picking a gorgeous man, dancing filthily, whispering in his ear, kissing him hard. It wasn't a surprise when the man led Harry to the back. He imagines Harry in any number of positions, on his knees, in an alley, wrists pinned against a wall. Louis shifts in his seat, trying to discreetly adjust himself under the table. Finally, Louis catches a glimpse of familiar curls weaving through the crowd. The man's arm is firm around Harry's waist until they stop in front of the booth. I found this stray wandering around. I believe he's yours. Okay, this is beautifully written, fire hot kink. <laughs> it's actually established relationship between Louis and Harry. But the smut in this one is actually happening between Zane and Harry because I guess essentially it's a cuckolding fic. And how that gets revealed to Zane is so good. Just if you're in the market for something short and hot, this is it. You found it. And now onto the fix that were submitted for this month's 1D Monthly Fic Roundup. The first fic is called Sipping Pink Lucasad by ZMMF on AO3 and Zane Malik's Middle Finger on Tumblr. Rated explicit 86,000 words and it's a Zane and Liam pairing. If Zane had to describe his life for the past few years, struggling musician would be a massive understatement. The last thing he needs right now is a distraction from his last shot at a successful career. Enter the most tempting distraction he could imagine in the form of Liam Payne, the irresistible and deeply closeted playboy and son of the owner of Zane's label. Liam Payne is used to getting everything he wants with a tap of his black card, but he isn't used to wanting something money can't buy let alone something he shouldn't desire to begin with. Both men know they shouldn't risk everything by giving in to temptation, but it just might be too late. The next one's called Clear Blue Water, High Tide Came and Brought You In by Booze Baby Cakes on AO3 and Booze Baby Cakes 28 on Tumblr, rated explicit at 79,000 words and a Harry and Louie pairing. A wonderful, sweet, somewhat innocent, and very hopeful Harry, <clears throat> sorry, makes it to the big city to start a new life, away from the pain and risks his own home poses for him. A broken, somewhat lonely, but very self-aware Louis tries to give his day's meaning purpose. 
a journey through love, understanding, and self-awareness in which acceptance of oneself and the capacity to focus on what's really important are the drivers. A carefully constructed yet fragile web of lies designed to keep them safe might just be what also pulls them apart. Or the one where Harry is a mermaid, Louis is a vampire, and they, <clears throat> sorry, they have to hide who they really are to the other. What could possibly go wrong? The next one's called And Then I Wait There For You by Punk underscore Pillow underscore Princess on AO3 and Punk Pillow Princess on Tumblr. Rated mature 9,000 words and a Louis and Harry pairing. Harry has always dreamed of having his happily ever after but hasn't found the right one yet. Suddenly he meets Louis. The next one's called Started Off With Some Birthday Sex by Larry underscore Hiatus on AO3 and Larry dash Hiatus on Tumblr. Rated explicit 3,000 words and a Harry and Louis pairing. When Harry gets woken up at the exact moment he turns 30, Louis makes sure to start off his birthday with a bang. The next one's called Timing is Everything by Little Rover Louis. Rated explicit 2,000 words and a Louis and Harry pairing. Harry's Valentine's Day marriage proposal does not go as planned. Part 7 of Putting the Hoe in Holiday. The next one's called One Thing for My Birthday by Berserkshire's um, Rated Explicit, 5,000 words, and a Louie and Harry pairing. Canon compliant, Liam shares a link of an interview from 12 years ago to the One Direction WhatsApp, promising a DJ a lad's night for Lee Harry's birthday. They plan one night to hang out, and Harry makes sure to get that one thing he wants every birthday. The next one's by the same writer. It's called Bavarian Cream. It is rated explicit, 2,000 words, and a Harry and Louie pairing. Lou has a big day planned for the birthday girl, but all Harry wants to do is 30 things with Lou. The next one's called Like a Fire Hydrant by Just Another Shade of Blue, rated explicit, 3,000 words, and it's an OT5 thick. Louie has a surprise planned for Harry after his final concert to help take his mind off the ending of his tour. A very messy surprise. The next one's I Would Know You from Touch Alone by Stay Beautiful on AO3 and Haru and Lou on Tumblr. Rated explicit, 72,000 words, and it's a Louie and Harry pairing. They had never been face-to-face -face before now. They'd never touched skin-to-skin -skin until Harry landed a punch to his face high on his cheekbone. Louis shoved him off and was pulling his fist back from Harry's abdomen before he realized his face wasn't tingling because of the pain. It pooled out from his cheek, over his face, down his neck and spine, a shiver in the late September night. Heat, sparks, whatever you wanted to fucking call it. Or the Tomlinson and Cox gangs have hated each other for over 40 years. Harry Styles, the grandson of Gritty Cox, was freshly back to the city after uni, when on his first night out, he punched the Tomlinson heir in the face. It shouldn't have mattered. Their gangs have done worse to each other. But all it took was one single touch to recognize your soulmate. Louis was adamant that being soulmates changed nothing, not who they were or which family they were loyal to, or at least it shouldn't have. Let's see. Next one's called Bend Like a Hairpin by Let the Music Move You on AO3 and Let the Music Move You 28 on Tumblr, rated mature, 25,000 words, and a Harry and Louis pairing. Who could have guessed that Harry's entire FBI career could hinge on his ability to convincingly swing around a stripper pole without braining himself? Harry stands in front of the pole, his back still to Louis, and takes a big breath. He just has to hope it's not obvious from behind that he's completely freaking out. 
He closes his eyes and tries to listen to the music, letting his heartbeat match the beat. Or the one where FBI agent Harry Styles screws up in a mission and he has one more chance to save his career. He's going undercover as a stripper to investigate a strip club suspected of money laundering. There's just two problems. One, Harry can't dance. And two, he might be falling for the club's owner, Louie, who just happens to be the prime suspect. The next one's by the same writer. It's called I Might Say Yes, rated explicit 6,000 words and a Louie and Harry pairing. You and Zane get up to any mischief then? Louis' smirk suggests that he knows how Harry and Zane's brunches usually turn out, but Harry would bet on everything he has that Louis would never be able to guess at this time. It's not very nice of him, but Harry can't help but wait until Louis has taken another sip of tea before he answers. I bought a wedding dress. Just as predicted, Louis does a spit take worthy of the cinema, but Harry is impressed with how quickly he's able to pull himself back together. Louis takes a moment to set his cup down, and when he speaks again, his tone is even, but with the mirth of a challenge hidden underneath. I wasn't aware you were engaged. Harry just shrugs easily. Reckon I'm not. He pauses to flash a coy smile. Someone ought to put a ring on it. Or the one where Harry buys a wedding dress on a whim, and his very doting boyfriend, Louis, is more than happy to indulge him. The next one's called Crimson Clover by Baby Honey HSLT on AO3 and Baby Honey HESLT on Tumblr, rated teen and up 5,000 words and a Louie and Harry pairing. Harry and Louie are soulmates, but one is already promised to another. When their plan to flee is discovered and they are separated, Harry falls gravely ill. Can his father's heart be persuaded to bring Louie back to him? The next one's called I'll Knock on Your Door, It Will Save Me from Calling by HL-Obsessed, not rated, 5,000 words, and a Harry and Louis pairing. The summary is Louis hears good years for the first time. Harry is there to pick up the pieces. The next one's called Pretty Please by Disgruntled Kitten Face, rated explicit, 3,000 words, and a Louis and Harry pairing. The summary is Harry gets impatient for her Valentine's Day present. The next one's called Pussy Juice by Homosocially Yours, rated mature, 3,000 words, and a Harry and Louis pairing. When Harry visits her hometown gay bar, she expects it to be a little awkward. But if she's going to move back to town, she figures she better get used to that. While she manages to dodge the bar's special drink, the Pussy Juice shot, she can't avoid the feelings that come up when her former teacher and teen crush Louis joins her and her friends for the night. The next one's called Room with a View by Little Rover Louie, rated explicit 1,000 words and a Louie and Harry pairing. Isn't it beautiful? Harry asks. Absolutely stunning. Louie mumbles into her skin. You're the stunning one. Her hands leave the railing and skim down Harry's sides from rib cage to the flare of her hips. A muted purr rumbles from her chest as she leans into Louie. No, that's you, Harry purrs, nuzzling further into Louie's chest. They cuddle as they lazily watch the endless stretch of sea. Time does not exist when there is sunshine on your face, fresh salty air in your lungs, and the comfort of your most beloved in your arms. Doesn't this fresh air feel so fucking good? Want to make you feel even better, Louis murmurs into Harry's tousled hair. Or Louis and Harry go on an Alaskan cruise. Part four of Holligays. And the last fic is called Baby, You're the Boss at Home by Live, Laugh, Love, Larry on AO3 and Love is Larry is Love on Tumblr, rated explicit, 3,000 words, and a Harry and Louie pairing. 
Louis sets up a camera in the master bedroom so she can watch over her wife while she's at work, but it doesn't take long for Harry to notice and to decide to have some fun with it at the expense of Louis' sanity. She watches Harry's head tip back, twisting against the pillow, and she wishes so desperately that she could hear the whimpers she knows are spilling from Harry's throat, that long, beautiful marble throat that she wants to cover in kisses and bites. When Harry's back arches, Louis almost moans, catching herself just in time to remember that she's not muted, that she's on a call with a dozen top execs that anyone could hear. Fuck, she needs to get off. Get off the call and also get off. She is dripping into her silk panties. At this rate, there's going to be a wet spot on her fancy ergonomic chair before long. So that's it for the fix this month. But there are four fic fests that were submitted to the 1D Monthly Fic Roundup for this month. The first one is the Bluey Valentine's Exchange 2024. You can find the blog at Bluey Exchange, and there is a master post there of all the fics. And this was an exchange featuring bottom Louis fix for Valentine's Day. The next fest is the 1D Soulmate Fest. You can find their blog at 1D Soulmate Fest on Tumblr. And there is a master post there now as well. And this one was One Direction Fix featuring a soulmate concept. The Dirty 30 Fest posted this month. And those were fix including Harry Styles in celebration of his 30th birthday. And this is all linked on the post. The last one I've got is Femme Slash Festuary, which you can find on the blog Girl Direction Fest. And these are Girl Direction Fix to celebrate Femme Slash February. Thanks so much for listening, and I will be back next month on the 28th with some more great One Direction Fix for you. Bye!